0: Welcome to the 17th edition, and the first time I've recorded The Feeding Frenzy. I've been experimenting with this idea for a little while now, whether or not I do want to record this and provide it as a podcast and as a video showing my face, which is weird for me. I haven't been doing this at all. (laughs) I just want to get it right, and here I am trying to get it right. This Feeding Frenzy as a category is a weekly post that I try to do as a way to encapsulate my week. It's my normal mode to just absorb a lot of information in a week. What I try to do is when I absorb something, I see if it makes this list in a week. And what that means is to provide a little bit of signal over noise that we typically always get on the internet. And so the four categories that I capture something for is something worth listening to, reading, watching, and thinking about. You'll at least get one thing. In every category and sometimes more than one and maybe a little bit more depending on how I'm feeling or just throwing in things that I think are worth your time to keep feeding your curiosity and so with that let's jump in to this 17th edition our first category is worth listening and we have two podcasts the first one is engineering the apocalypse with the making sense podcast hosted by Sam Harris in this podcast particularly Sam does a great job of actually moving over. In a sense, he gives his platform over to Rob Reed, who's also a podcaster, author, tech investor, and entrepreneur. And in this particular podcast, he give a very long-form discussion and overview of man-made pandemics that might be coming down the road as a category known as synthetic biology Gives people tools so that they can then print or create their own viruses. And I'm sure some of you might be like, oh my God, this is way too much right now. We're barely out of the woods of this pandemic. And I get it. But also, given how we reacted in 2020 and still are, seem to be fumbling in some degree, this is even more important for governments and officials and scientists to get ahead of it and to have a plan in place so that we can do the best that we can going forward. It's better to be prepared than to sit on your hands and hope that good things happen. If you have any interest in this field or are looking to maybe go and pioneer something as a young person, this field is probably going to be a really big hot spot going forward it sounds like sci-fi in some ways it's one of those situations that sometimes sci-fi and reality blend and i think this is one of those times the next podcast that i have to share is with george mumford on the tim Ferriss show and so george is a globally recognized speaker teacher and coach Since 1989, he's been honing his gentle but groundbreaking mindfulness techniques with people from locker rooms to boardrooms and Yale to jail, which I love that. I just, the saying that, it sounds really good, rolls off the tongue. I've come across George on a few occasions within the performance sphere mentioned with the Bulls and things like that, but by listening to his podcast, I actually really felt he was in similar style to Michael Gervais and Pete Carroll with their Company compete to create. I thought that their attention to aligning the entire human's belief systems and how they orient themselves is really important. And not only that, but George filling in some of the gaps with Phil Jackson, the head coach of the Bulls, and how he thought about players and aligning their systems together was really interesting to me because back in the 90s, when the Bulls were on the top of the world, you really didn't know. Like, you didn't hear about these things. I was too young, obviously, to really know that these were being implemented. But now it's now they're really ahead of their time to think about their athletes in a very unique way that allows them to achieve even higher levels of performance that now most of us are like, yes, that's how we should be doing this. So really fun stuff if you're really into just mindfulness and just trying to unlock yourself to be more compassionate with your own mental state. I think this is a powerful podcast for you. And just in general, having a teacher like George who can articulate mindfulness techniques, who for someone who may say it's more like a woo thing or what have you, I think he is one of those people that can break down those barriers for someone. Obviously, if you can train Michael Jordan to maybe laser-like focus, even though he's still just a different human, you might be, there. there's something there, right? There's something special. Moving on to Worth Reading. The first article is, a psychedelic drug passes a big test for PTSD treatment. And this is run by the New York Times. And that's part of the reason why I wanted to share this, because this is, I think, the one of the first times that New York Times, as a big national publisher, has picked up a story on psychedelics. It shows just how much people are okay with talking about this subject, or at least wanting to explore more of it. The study itself is the MDMA study with MAPS. So that MAPS is the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies. And as any longtime listener or reader of my work, I'm all over it. I think it's really interesting. And for me, the other takeaway is just always the stories and the people they interview to shed more light on the impacts of what the methodology is actually doing is it helping people at the end of the day Uh, I really enjoyed this and I found a link for the actual study so if you want to read the abstract and how they did and what actually came out of it you can do that so again if you're into the psychedelic space and just where that's all headed this is another touchstone in that the next article is the real reason young adults seem slow to grow up and this is from the Atlantic and this is the one that I thought was surprising for me this week Because I am the young person, (laughs) and so I really wanted to see what this article is all about. And what surprised me is that even though they looked back at studies from 50s, 60s, and 70s people in their 20s, they found... they. One of the same things as us. And so there's a really cool quote here. It says, In these recordings, we heard students describe wanting time to connect their purposes to a fulfilling career and to catch their breath before plowing forward into unrelenting responsibility of adulthood. In short, these young adults were seeking to delay reaching adulthood, much like many millennials and Gen Zers do today. The parallels we discovered helped us understand why and when youth need more time to transition to adulthood. And right there it is. And I think maybe this speaks to something about human nature or just human experience. We look back at our parents and say, look, they had it all figured out because we know history in hindsight. And so it was like all the worries that they had just proved not to be as worrisome, maybe, but it's life is just unfolding before you. And all you can do is just do the best you can. And it's not until you have a chance to reflect that you were making decisions or doing the best you could with your decisions that you know and I don't know it's really interesting maybe to some degree we shouldn't be so hard on ourselves or asking for time or putting like things you should be doing or I don't feel grown up in quotes because who can say except you and regardless of that like life is not a race with past generations if they did it earlier or later or whenever, they don't they didn't live in now, so it doesn't really matter, really. I don't know. I'm curious what people think about this one because it, it brings up a lot of thoughts. <laughs> on to the third section, which is worth watching. And so this one, I found a video on making transparent wood from Nile Red. And Nile Red is a chemistry YouTube channel. He basically just goes in and gives you an entire procedure of a some sort of chemical process, and catalogs all of the details. And it's really fun. I really enjoy the way he does his work. It's really beautifully filmed, and he just does really detailed work. And so this video, Making Transparent Wood, as I said, is one of those things for me that's, wait a minute, that shouldn't be possible. But it is, and it's really cool. The process itself is really involved, but as I was watching it, I couldn't help but think about possible engineering applications to create a home that's almost built entirely out of wood. Imagine having some sort of giant printer where you could have basically a 3D printer that is printing wood fibers, but you can selectively make different wood fibers transparent or sections of it so you have just windows appear, but you're not changing anything rather than having to put a hole in, in the print and then you have to you know, put an actual glass frame or something like that you could have an entire biodegradable house in much less time because it's all the same material. But one thing that the video captured quite well is that this process is really complicated and it's hard to scale right now. He had to do a lot of trial and error just to make the piece that he got that is bigger than the studies he saw. So I don't know. It's one of those things. I really hope that people do more research on this and the other part of this is that the epoxy is one of the fillers to make it transparent. is really not biodegradable or environmentally friendly. So if you scale this process up currently, it really wouldn't be as useful. But there are a lot of useful properties of this material that I was able to find in another link. So if you're interested in diving a little bit more on what this could possibly turn into... I would check that out. I think it's really cool stuff. The last section is worth pondering. In this section, I typically share a quote from something I've been exploring. It could be a book. It could be a podcast. or It could be something my friends say or even one of my own podcasts. Someone says something that just stuck with me and I thought it was worth someone's time. Today's quote is from the film The Father. The Father is a drama in 2020 and it was co-written and directed by Florian Zeller. And for his dictatorial debut, and it's based on his 2012 play, La Pere, which is, I'm assuming, French for the father. I don't have any French-speaking skills, so I probably butchered that. And personally, I thought the film's portrayal of dementia and on both how it impacts the father himself and those around him, his daughters mainly, was one of these stories that just really pulls at your emotional core and... By the end, you're left wondering just how fleeting your own memories are. I think that (sighs) dementia or Alzheimer's are some of the scariest things that any of us can go to. So here's the quote. Who am I? I feel as if I'm losing all of my leaves. And I won't do anything else but leave it there. I hope that at least resonates in some way or triggers something. Sit with it. Think about it who knows. And that is going to ramp up this edition of Defeating Frenzy. So here's the thing, I love doing these things, I am just always absorbing stuff, as I said in the intro, but what I really like to do is is hopefully turn this into a dialogue. It's like a little bit of a nerdy news hour, and it, it's I want to be able to create a dialogue with people and share these ideas, and hey, these are the things I'm thinking about or exploring, and then maybe someone who reads or listens, reads it and says, hey, here's like another thing that's tied to that. Or I saw this quote and this was really cool. Because the hope is that maybe one day I can just create dialogues around these things and and spin them into bigger ideas. These are just disconnected mesh that I make sense of just from what I'm exploring. So the hope is that one day we can actually expand on this or make blog posts in long form on just singular ideas. So, Thank you all for watching or listening because I'll probably post this as a podcast too. And until next week with the next edition. And I will do my best to try and record these so that they are coming out more in sync than this one. This one's about two to three days adjusted right now. So I got to develop the process, but hopefully this is a good ripping of the Band-Aid to try and do something new and get out of my own comfort zone.